it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Are you being tormented by diminutive supernatural beings scurrying around your house and speaking in rhyme? Well, that's no surprise because it's leprechaun swarming season. And if you don't call an expert, they'll be all over your house stealing your doubloons and zombifying your hose. So don't delay. Call leprechaun exterminators at 1-800-LEPNOMO. That's 1-800-LEP-NOMO. Mention Horror Movie Talk to get a free four-leaf clover. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. A top of the morning to you, and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. Your panel of expert hosts each... I can't even go on for more than more than like one sentence. Like, you can. I believe it just, in you. It just breaks down the I Irish accent. You. you can do it again. I demand it. <laughs> Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bryce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology. And with me, as always, I'm Professor David Day. I'm the foremost expert in scare meow meows. New theatrical releases get priority, but we also review older horror movies and both good and horrible. You know, it's a little racist. Yeah. So we got a one star review. Or no, 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 it was a three star review on Apple yeah. on Apple Podcast. It's um where, I'm glad you're bringing this up at the top of the episode. Where it just basically says I got it right here. Okay. It's uh, titled uh it's it's from a person called Kid Satan uh-huh. and it's titled Good Podcast and it has three stars. And if you don't know, we have very thin skin. Um, <laughs> podcast is great. This the po- the review goes. Podcast is great and funny, although the humor is a bit racist, and racists and dark. It's an enjoyable podcast to play. Now, this is a good. I'm glad they brought this up because I would like to focus on this for a minute. I think they bring up a valid point. I'd like to admit something. Okay. I don't know if you know this about me. I am. I'm super racist. I'm not just racist. I'm super racist. 
Um, I really have a big problem with one race in particular. Mm. I hate them with all my heart. Um, and it's actually, it's actually caused a lot of negativity in my life. I, I, it's not, you know, it's sometimes you're just brought up a certain way and it just works its way into your, the way you are, Mm. but I'm super fucking racist against whites. I hate whites. I hate them. I, it bothers me every day that you're white. It bothers me that my wife is white and it does not escape me that I am also white, but I hate myself a lot for it. You know, I never thought of it, but I have hated myself my entire life. And is it just that I'm racist? You're probably racist against whites. I mean, they're the fucking worst. It's look, look anywhere. They're they're dicks. They're racist to everyone. They're I, I mean, you're you're painting with a real broad brush there. It's not fair not to say they're not racist. They are all of them. They're fucking dicks, dude. I can't believe I'm having to justify this to you right now. And in fact, I think it proves that you're like uh, like. I, I feel like you're pretty racist for not feeling racist against whites. Well, I I only feel covert racism towards whites. None of it's overt. So none of my words or actions actually denote Betray. any racism. Mm. But inside, I'm deeply racist I, against whites. Against, I am too. Yeah. Man, f- fuck us. Dude. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that comment. I mean, I... I really am curious what... I'm glad they brought it up. What the comments that we made that, I guess, tipped them off that they were, that we were racist. Against white. I was either... It was either the the Irish accents. I, I was call. I constantly call Rojo from the Bronx. I call him Irish. Yeah. And I, I mean, I fucking hate the Irish, dude. And this episode... And you are actually Irish. I am. Yeah, I'm Irish and Scottish and English. Mm. I'm... I'm super white. Right. Um, it, but, uh, but you know, the, this episode is actually about an Irishman, and I and he's the bad guy, and it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. It actually conforms to all my assumptions about... Whites. About white people. Fucking And dicks. little people. Real dicks. <laughs> and little people. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I mean, we really want to confront the the racism head on, and so we're we're watching a difficult film that that really touches on on a lot of political. It's going to be a rough social episode. social um, you know norms that we really need to confront as a people. It's going to be a rough episode. If y'all aren't ready, buckle up. Yeah. This so. Is, yeah. Um. Before we get into it, we just want to let you know about our website, HorrorMovieTalk.com. There you'll find links to all of our social media, and especially our Facebook group, where our fans are really active and have a lot of great horror discussions going on there, so check that out. Um, we have a contest going on right now called the One Titty Challenge. If you use uh, the hashtag OneTittyHMT and you post a picture of yourself with a well-groomed teat... <laughs> with the Manscaped uh, Lawnmower 3.0 in the shot, then you enter to win a free Google Home Mini where you can listen to us and some stickers. More. 
Yeah, and and that closes in two weeks. Um, yeah. So you know, make you know, get your pictures taken, get your gussy up your boobie, and then you know, get it on the uh, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So um, we post new episodes every Wednesday. If you want to call us and leave us a voicemail and discuss you know rac- racial issues, call six eight two two five three four four six eight. That's right. You can call us, leave us a voicemail message, and we'll probably play it on the show. Honestly, we'd rather you leave a voicemail if you're angry than leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do. Well, they weren't angry. I mean, then they brought up a good point, which is our racism. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm admittedly very racist right. against whites. Okay. So we alluded to it, but this episode's really going to be Tro- pr- problematic. Problematic. We're going to be talking about Leprechaun in the Hood. That's This is the fifth installment of the illustrious Leprechaun series. Mm-hmm. We're starting in the middle. There is... Which really kicked off Jennifer Aniston's career. I mean, ever, no one knew her until the Leprechaun. <laughs> um, that's right. Uh, the, you know, this series has actually been rebooted and has a sequel to the reboot, I believe. Uh, really? Yeah. So Seven was... Leprechaun Origins. I don't know if that's necessarily a reboot. It might just be a mm. sequel. Well, I know Leprechaun but it doesn't Back mean, to the Hood is the last one with Warwick Davis. Yes, accurate. So that's the sixth one. Back to the Hood. T-H-A. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I assumed it was duh. No. Because I'm probably deeply racist. No, so th- it's interesting. There's a spelling difference between in the between this one and the second one. So this, this is Leprechaun in the Hood, and then the... Next film is Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, with an Le- A? Leprechaun, Leprechaun Back to the Hood with an A instead of an E. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, these there, little things, you know, little, little tidbits you get when you listen to horror movie talk. You know, you get to throw these little pieces of trivia around at your friends and be like, oh, I know a thing or two. So if you're new to Leprechaun in the Hood or horror movie talk, we give a brief review for the and a score for the movie. Uh, we score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry, 5 being an average film that hits all the expected marks, and 10 being so good it transcends genre boundaries. After we give our score, we'll talk about spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film. Um, and later on, we'll be checking our voicemail in a, bet, in a bit called Horror Movie Whores. Sorry, I should be more high energy. I was also criticized for being low energy by by listeners. Let's, let's try that again. Okay. If you're new to horror movie talk, we start out by giving a brief review and a score for the movie. We score on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being a miserable dredge where it makes you angry, 5 being an average film that hits all the expected marks, and 10 being so good it transcends genre. <laughs> After we give our score, we'll get into spoilers take a deeper dive into what we like and hate about the film. Later, we'll be doing horror movie whores, Hello. where we check our voicemail. Woohoo! <laughs> Hey, uh, I would like to take a quick moment to thank our latest patrons. We got uh, David... M, we got JDZ, and we got Anita P. Thank you guys for hopping on our Patreon. We do have a goal set to get 100 patrons. We're only about 20 or so away. And once we hit that goal, we'll be providing a Rift Tracks style, uh, what is it, commentary to a movie uh, that we will provide to everyone. Uh, so if you guys hop on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash horror movie talk. I think can, we actually have more listeners that we have to mention. We've been 
It's been a while. We so, got James P. So we got, I, I got, I got Rojo from the Bronx coming back. We got Josiah T., James P., Rojo, David M., Caitlin S., Eric S., um, Paulina C., Magnus K., JDZ, oh. Julia, and Anita P., I think we all said that. You have that all sorted wrong, I think. What? I don't know. I've got the list right here. I Patreon. do, too. I'm looking at the same list. Get angry at me. You know what? Fuck you, Whoa, David. Hey. Okay. I know it's hard because of my white skin not to treat me <laughs> nicely. Uh, All right. So we watched Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, and. Well. Yeah, it's, ex- it's pretty much exactly what I expected. So here's the trailer. And it'll, it'll get you a, give you a real feel with what we're getting into here. Mac Daddy discovers a magic flute. It's all I want right here. <laughs> he becomes the richest man in hip hop. Hey, get these losers out. But when three young rappers. Kind of like Robin Hood. <laughs> then we're going to be robbing in the hood. <laughs> stumble onto his musical treasure. Everyone will have to pay the piper. Unhandy gold, you thieving hoods. You got more loot than Tiger Woods. <laughs> We got the flute. We got to get that back our part itself. He's mean. Did somebody say blow? <gasps> what kind of voodoo shit you boys into? He's green. Curious aroma. That's the bomb right there. The bomb? Yeah. The bomb. He's down. Does she meet with your approval? Sit down, my healthy Billy. You're about to meet a club named Billy. Come and let me lay hands upon your sinful creature. What's that? It's rap. And then I'm gonna take this and wrap it around your ugly Warwick Davis. Ice tea. From the Herald Isle to your place in the hood, I'm the man of green come to do no good. You know who the left is the real OG. Got your ass. We don't go down without a fight. Right? Right? Right. Ah! Leprechaun 5. Size doesn't matter when you're still the man. I'm just a happy camper. <laughs> Rocking and a rolling. <laughs> Very happy about Leprechaun in the hood. Mm-hmm. So it's, a good, it's a good movie. <laughs> you texted me and said that you had to watch it in 15 minute increments. I and mean, then it, and then it won the you goodness over of it overwhelmed me each time I was, yeah. I was, um, you just started crying tears of joy, right? It was every 15 minutes that you were overwhelmed. It was paced. Well, the acting was stellar. Um, <laughs> you know, it was just, it was so refreshing to finally see a movie that really resonates with me and my experience. Mm-hmm. Leprechaun in the Hood can be found streaming for free <laughs> with ads, or ad-supported free, on Peacock, or wherever, or rent wherever you rent movies about Leprechaun. <laughs> I hate the Peacock app. I fucking hate it. Did you get, I, Did you figure it out I this time? didn't. So do you know what? The, my current circumstances right now, I bought a copy of... <laughs> 
a digital <laughs> copy for like five bucks of Leprechaun in the Hood for three dollars and ninety nine cents. There is a co- a digital copy downloaded on my phone right now of Leprechaun in the things I'd never thought I'd say in my entire life. I'd be like, I go, excuse me, guys, I got to make space on my phone I, let me just delete this digital <laughs> copy of lepre or lep in the hood and he's up to no good uh, <laughs> um okay so leprechaun in the hood or lep in the hood if you're cool is the fifth entry in the leprechaun series about an evil leprechaun this time he's in the hood the leprechaun <laughs> played by warwick davis uh which you might recognize as wicked from star wars <laughs> is awakened inadvertently when his gold doubloons magic flute and necklace are stolen by three aspiring terrible rappers from a pimp slash music producer played by ice t uh you should know what you're getting into when you watch a fifth sequel to a straight to video franchise was the first one straight to video Probably. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do some research here. I would be surprised if it's not, Okay. to be honest. All right. Um, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But they were well into straight-to-video territory oh, yeah. by the time by, this By one now, yes. Um, this movie is not good, per se, but it can be enjoyable. This enters the realm of so bad it's good. It's really – this is really where it gets super subjective with, with terrible horror movies. Like – yeah. There's so many there's so many like um different flavors of so bad it's good that it really is up to you whether you're going to like it or not. Right. Um this one is like doesn't get me super excited but it was enjoyable to me. I I I did laugh a couple times at the choices it made and like uh, just a like a signs of ineptitude. Um, in terms of direction and just super, super corny writing. So this was released in theaters. This was released in 620 theaters. Oh, that doesn't count. It doesn't? No. I don't know. I don't think that, sure. I guess technically that's a theatrical release, but that's not like a, a wide release. Okay, um, and then and then it earned about $8.5 million in the United States uh, ultimately. So, wow. Yeah, not not bad for something that I assume that's the that's the original Leprechaun. Oh, that's the original. Right. Okay. Yes. I'm, my apologies. Obviously, obviously, this is. I was going to say, like, theater. what six hundred theaters are that desperate to release Leprechaun in the hood? Yeah. No. Yeah, no, Leprechaun. No. So yeah, I mean, successful. With but quotation. I mean, it has to. Have, I mean, I'm sure. Seven point nine 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 million dollars of that is from the video sales to Hollywood Video or something. Um, no, no, that's 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 box office. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the original Leprechaun. Again, we're not talking about the movie that we're talking about on this episode. It made eight million dollars from six hundred thi- from six hundred theaters. Yes. Wow. All right. You well, understand these numbers better than I do. Apparently, this is all just just kind of a noise to me i don't i don't have any basis in uh okay so uh the cheap production design bad acting and the aggressively cormy rhyming dog <laughs> aggressive i can't talk now i'm gonna go low energy i just can't it's, it's just gotta do what you gotta do you know i'm sorry angelica i just i can't do it anymore i can't keep up the the facade that's the homie 
the cheap production design, the bad acting, and the aggressively corny rhyming dialogue. I'll make this to be a great movie to mock with friends. It's also entertainingly out of date and worth a watch this St. Patrick's Day, in my opinion. You should just know what you're getting into. So, <clears throat> whoa, I just like drain myself. It's crazy how just acting low energy just just suddenly drained me of energy. You poisoned the room. Oof. I feel dead now. Woof. So, yeah, I mean, this. If you're surprised at how bad this movie is, um, you need to rejigger your uh, your compass. Yeah, you bit. you just don't know that much about movies. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are going to be angry about your score. I'm looking at your score on the paper. I don't. Yeah, this is like this is one of those that's really really hard to score because it is enjoyable, but it's, it's bad. So are you scoring on enjoyment factor or quality factor or I don't know. Quit putting I, it I off. Think, I think there's I think there's a sweet spot when it comes to bad movies of like three to one. No, no, like like three and two is kind of the sweet spot of like it's so bad that it's so entertaining how inept it is and how like that you haven't it makes you appreciate real movies. Bryce has a scale of 1 to 10 that you have no f- knowledge of and doesn't necessarily make any logical well, sense to you. Well, I'm explaining it, David. <laughs> and then 1 is just like utter misery to where it's so bad that it's just bad. Oh, nice, Ron. Like Rats. I think Rats is the only one where we gave it a straight straight 1 across the Yeah, board. Rats was very bad. Um, I, I not give, to be confused with Bats. I give Lep in the Hood... As the kids say, uh, three out of ten. There are no kids that say that at all. <laughs> no kids are talking about this movie anymore. Well, Warwick Davis says it. Um, yeah. He's basically uh, a kid. And this is just, I was talking to my brother. We had a, uh, a, a kind of a, uh, we sat around the fire. You and I and my, my brother mm-hmm. was there for a little while. I don't know if you if he was there while you were there. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. My grandma was there and Mark, friend of the show, was there and his girlfriend and my cut everybody was there we were all there are sit- lots of people there we're all sitting around a fire and before you got there i had a discussion with my brother about warwick davis and how <laughs> the establishment the well the the foundational establishment of carl pilkington and idiot and the show idiot abroad has has so tainted my view of Warwick Davis yeah. um, that uh, I watched this and I just go, you, I just have so little respect for him. <laughs> because in if you watch the show, An Idiot Abroad, in the third season, Warwick Davis goes with Carl to all these places. And Carl's like... This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At that point, he's like feeling it. You know, he's like, ah, this is fun. You know, aren't we having fun? And Warwick just can't be bothered to have any fun. And he's just the stick in the mud. And not only that, he like holds himself in high esteem. Like he'll talk about Shakespeare and all this fucking bullshit. And then I watch this and I'm like, this dude is the dude who was talking about Shakespeare on Idiot Abroad. And I'm like, you're just a, you're just a, and getting offended at, uh, at certain you know, little people references like Carl said something like midget or something like that, and uh, and he was corrected adamantly mm-hmm. by Warwick, and and he's like, whoa, 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 wait, you did like six movies of where you capitalized on your stature directly in the Leprechaun series, and you're gonna sit here and it's it was called Leprechaun. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, uh, suffice it to say, I uh, I have a funny thought process around right, right, Warwick right. Davis. Anyway, I yeah, I remember watching that season of Idiot Abroad, and and it's such a great dynamic because Carl in the previous seasons is just miserable. Yeah. That's what's entertaining is he's just miserable doing it, and Warwick is game. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great. Gonna you be gotta so look much at, fun. You gotta look at it this way, Carl. And then what happens is a total role reversal. Warwick becomes miserable because these places aren't necessarily like, you know, super cognizant about you know uh, as accessibility. It turns out, yeah, as it turns out, a pretty good place to be in the world if you're a little person is America, yeah. <laughs> and, and a lot of other places. Have a lot of weird baggage about around being a little person. And so he's, like, miserable. And then Carl, like, plays off of that. Like, all of a sudden he sees someone else miserable, and he's like, no, this is great. And yeah. he's finding all these things to like about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's super entertaining. But, yeah, I think about Idiot Abroad. Strong too. schadenfreude energy coming from Carl on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I had no fun with this almost at all. There was a few points where I laughed. Uh, it was, um, it was a draining, it was probably the most draining movie I've ever really had to watch next to rats, which was, I mean, just, it's just, I mean, I'm surprised this was, I'll give it this. This is where, this is where it scores. The single point is it was, you could follow it. Uh It made decent sense, not good sense. Yeah. It made decent sense, but there were way too many sideshows that I did not care about at all. There one sideshow that I did enjoy was pretty fun. Uh, We'll get into that in spoilers, but everything else was just, oh, just go. It blows me away that both Ice T and Warwick Davis pretty. Decent sized names in both uh, film and music, not necessarily Warwick with the music thing, but are in this. Uh, I give this a two. This is just barely scraping over one territory. This is a boring piece of shit that could have been 20 minutes. This is one that you got to watch with someone else. Like, 
I think if we watched it together, we would have had a good time. I honestly think that. Okay. Because there's a lot of stuff to point out and laugh at throughout, like on a pretty consistent basis in my in my experience. Okay. But yeah, I agree. It's it's boring. Holy it's not a good shit, movie. Is it boring? It's and like, it, it's got a bunch of of uh, stereotypes, and I yeah. do not like stereotypes. Right. I don't like them. And uh, it's got a lot of them. Except for the leprechaun. It was surprisingly accurate about white people. Yes, except for all the stuff about white people in this is, is true. Um, everything else, though, they they made fun of Asians. I did not appreciate that. The whole thing is a little bit um, jarring in terms of their portrayal of people of color. So not feeling that. Two out of ten. Boo. All right. Well... Speaking of little people, what about your little man? Is he well-groomed? Oh. Down there? Are you talking about my penis? Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's looking pretty good. You want to know why? Why? I headed on over to manscaped.com. I entered HMT at checkout. I put I put one of them big fucking packages in there. They got, they got all the Manscaped packages. Mm-hmm. You, get, you get like... Ball deodorizer. You get like a little refresher for your balls. You get a little. You get a little bit of a uh, a, a, a a trimmer. You get like a shirt. You get some underwear. You get a, like a, a mat yeah. to trim yourself up. And now I'm fucking gussied up, bruh. Down there, son. I'm looking sweet. It's gleaming. Looking sweet like a fucking fruit basket. So. <laughs> Spring break is right around the corner, so make sure to take advantage of Manscaped and uh, ensure that the party in your pants never stops. Even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. Uh-oh. It's a reference to Anchorman randomly. There you go. You know, I don't write them. I just read them. There you go. Uh, so for everyone preparing for a pants party this spring break, um, you get a 20% off using code HMT at manscaped.com, and you get free shipping. So check that out. Um, Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with code HMT at checkout at manscaped.com. Say aloha to your new beautiful balls with Manscaped. Also, we have a great sponsor. I love this sponsor, nightchannels.com. I've bought several shirts from them. And they it's have hard a- not to. If you guys just give it a shot, if you head over to nightchannels.com and you just browse the site, you're going to find something that you can't walk away from. I challenge you to walk away from the shirts on this site. Right. You can't do it. Yeah. I mean, they're they got horror, occult, black metal, like they got obscure a ton of, music. Yeah, just, lots of music. It's like a... It, it's like a treasure trove of obscurity, really. So, I mean, they've got, like, shirts for the cabinet of Dr. Caligari. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, I know. I've seen that movie before. <laughs> Tales, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. Um, Necromantic. So, I bought a uh, The Witch shirt, yeah. which says, uh, What's Thou Like the Taste of Butter? Yeah. With Black Phillip on the front. Yeah. And I also got a... Uh, Shirt um, with quote from 1984 mm-hmm. of uh, report thought crime. Do you want me to ruin that shirt for you? The witch shirt. Sure. No, nah, I don't think I don't. Never mind. No, it's what? T- it's too. No, no, I'm not gonna do it. 
No, I want it. you to enjoy the shirt. No, we'll do it later, some other time. Um, and then it's also, specific to you, everyone else. It's okay. I just, I just know how you are inside your head. Uh oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, now, you, now you have to say. No, it. it's too cutting. We'll take a break so David could say. Um, and then I also got a uh, talking head shirt. So I mean, they, they they have a wide spectrum of shirts. To, so just go to nightchannels.com. And just browse. That's all we ask. That's all. You're going to find something you want. And tell you what, instead of searching Google for nightchannels.com coupons and never actually finding anything, do you ever do that when you're like buying something? No. I always no. try and then never find anything. Yeah. So in this case, you have a code. It's called HMT, and you use it at checkout to get 13% off. The evilest percent. That's right. And, uh, yeah, check them out, nightchannels.com. Um, if you're listening to these commercials, you should know that you don't have to. If you subscribe to a certain tier on our Patreon, we have an ads-free version that releases early, just right as we finish editing it. Um, we released a, several new tiers, um, you know, a lot of tiers that I would call aspirational for us. <laughs> But suffice it to say, if you've ever asked yourself, is there a way I can just tell them to cover this movie? We have that now. Yeah. Just go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. And, uh, you know, there's a tier where you could get a shirt. Oh, we're going to be releasing one episode a month. That's only ever going to be available on Patreon. And there's a tier for that. I think that's the $30 tier. Um, So... You know, at some point we're going to review every month. We're going to review one movie, and you're not going to get to hear that review unless you're on. Oh, yeah, Patreon. we're going to have to remember to schedule that. <laughs> I uh, I have it in my brain. Um. Okay. So check out our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/HorrorMovieTalk. We also have a shop where you can just buy our T-shirts, our logo tees, which are pretty kick-ass. Um, they're done by our resident artist, Dustin Goebel, someone you should also check out on Instagram at dgoebel00. That's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0 on Instagram. And he takes commissions and is very affordable. So check him out. We've had several listeners that commission him for birthdays or Christmas and, and every one of them, he just knocks out of the park. I've been trying to convince him. Uh, or I don't know if he will say this, but I, I, in my own personal way, I've been talking to Dustin, trying to convince him to bump his prices up because they are criminally low. Take advantage of Dustin. He deserves mm-hmm. what he gets. You know, um, you will get an incredible piece of art if you talk to Dustin. You know what he's got to do? This is a complete tangent. Mm. I found out that there was a digital art piece... He told me about this. That sold for eight million dollars. He told me about the Banksy one. That's that's all on cryptocurrency. I don't think it's, it was all, it's a crypto piece of yeah, art. Yeah, it's a crypto piece of art. Dustin so he just told needs, me about. He this. needs to start doing um, non fungible tokens art. Yeah. I think it's NPT. Yeah, that's what it is. Anyways, um, if you want to leave us a voicemail, call us at six eight two two five three four four six eight. Thanks again for listening. Let's get into spoilers. So let's talk about Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> um, 
It starts off strong. <laughs> it starts off in the 70s. And uh, with Ice T in a gigantic novelty fro with another friend of his. Yeah. And they steal the leprechaun's um, doubloons. Yes. And it's like comically. Well, they're like going through like the underground of like uh-huh. the vast underground some, of L.A. <laughs> for some reason, this like pimp slash music producer that which apparently isn't successful up to this point, um, just has the knowledge of where this leprechaun's treasure is. Apparently, <laughs> is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. And they arrive at the leprechaun's lair, and apparently he's. The leprechaun's petrified because he's wearing a necklace that keeps him stone. So and then, we should mention before we get too far into this, I've never seen any of the leprechaun I haven't, movies. I haven't either. So I don't know any of the lore. This is pre – the movie kind of presupposes your – No, I don't think you need to know anything. You don't need to know anything, but – if there is some sort of backstory surrounding the necklace and how it turns him to stone, I don't know it. But think, suffice it to say, he's stone. He is a he is a little gargoyle. Right. Until the necklace is taken off of his neck, and then the the way it works is once you take it off, then he becomes a a real leprechaun, a real leprechaun again. And then after that, when you put it back on him, he turns back to stone. Yeah, which and, seems like the most important plot point of the movie, and then they just don't even – they don't worry about that or mention that ever again. The really. result of this is a lot of necklace flinging. Right. <laughs> Accidental necklace uh, misplacement in the air. And if that necklace twirls around in the air for a good beat – and you're looking at it as the audience, you know, oh, shit, maybe it's going to land on the leprechaun's neck and turn him back into stone. Because, you know, I mean, you know, if you handle jewelry, it's fucking slippery. Bro. <laughs> and so so it's constantly just in the air, up way up high, uh-huh. in high places that can fall onto moderately sized human beings. You know, like it's all it's just it's just wacky. Yeah, it must be nice to to be a little person where it's just raining other people's jewelry all the time. Oh yeah, rings, rings necklaces. flinging off like you just <laughs> you're putting your finger up in the air and then and then the the Amblin, you know the the ET's finger comes and touches uh-huh. your finger, kind of like it's just all kinds of stuff happening from down below to up. Um. Up. So yeah, so they they figure that out. Um. I there's lots of little touches that just I love, like the fact that. All the gold coins are already in a pot, but since this is a movie, they have to transfer it to something else. They couldn't just pick up the pot. Right, right, yeah. Just cover it with a cloth or something and just walk out with a giant pot of gold. Um, And so <laughs> the leprechaun wakes up briefly, kills someone with a, with a hair pick to <laughs> yeah, the throat. Yeah, he takes the fro pick out of his hair. And thank God it w- they didn't show too much of this. They most of the most of the stabbing was committed off scene, right? Because I don't know if I would have been able to handle the fro pick killing. And then um, the, through circumstance, uh, the circumstance being a random steam pipe, which is also a, a great movie trope. Like, wh- where are these like random steam pipes with like the release valves? 
everywhere that you need them. Well, you just, uh, I mean, the most effective and sense-making use of this is in Nightmare on Elm Street, because only in dreams does such a room right. exist. I would love there to be like a James Bond movie or some action movie where the villain is like standing over him, and then the the protagonist looks over, sees a sees a pipe with a you know a warning sign, shoots it, and absolutely nothing comes out. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a pipe that contains all the Ethernet cords or something like that. <laughs> or like, Not the e- well, that would be very that would be devastating. That'd be truly scary. Or just hits the release valve, and inside the pipe it stops stops the flow. Because <laughs> that's yeah. what right a valve would do. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Unfortunately- when you think about your water main, when you when you turn the release valve, does that spew water out into your house? Yeah. Or no. is the point to stop the water inside the pipe? That's the point. Anyway, so there, there's convenient steam pipe, and the necklace flings up and goes around, back le- around it- the the Lep's neck, and. Uh, <laughs> that's the other thing around this movie is that they really, really try to. You know, popular popularize the abbreviation of LEP. 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 Especially the leprechaun. Right. LEP in the hood and he's up to no good. Um, so the main plot point is not around this necklace that is probably the most important piece of jewelry. The main plot point for some reason is around a magic golden flute. I just see this conversation stretching out in front of me like a vast desert wasteland <laughs> of uninteresting bullshit. I can't. Well, you just described horror movie talk. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You've just described podcasting at large. Ew. Ew. Ew, David. Okay, so... This movie knows what it is, and you want to know why I know it knows what it is? I see a note because, <laughs> alluding to it. Because Ice-T pulls a bat out of his fro. Yes, a baseball bat. After several other items were pulled out of his afro. Not like a novelty small bat that you would buy at a stadium. Like a bat. Like a baseball bat. A full-size bat. This is like this is a really interesting type of movie because it's it knows it's bad, but it never commits quite to being like absurdist or well you'd need talented (laughs) actors to commit to being absurdist or writers or writers like the brain that wouldn't die like Uh, you think about like um you know tales from the hood or or even like scary movie where they have i mean it's meant to be right dumb right or the brain that wouldn't die or the brain that wouldn't die um they just have those like scattered around because they're like, ah, fuck it. Who cares about this fucking movie? They'll right. Yeah, let's pull a bat out of an afro. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Yes, <laughs> but then it takes itself seriously for the entire movie. Right. Like it's played straight, and there's not enough like jokes for it to be funny. No, it, it's like I said, it's just this big, long, extended wasteland of. People walking around on screen, thinking, uh, trying their best at a, in a craft that they're just not well versed in. Th- these people are not actors. I mean, 
I will blame half of it on the material. Like this writing is like no argument. So so bad. So let's talk about the skip forward and talk about our three main characters. Okay. You know your super super generic, you know '90s gangbanger stereotypes. You got. Uh, of course, they have to be people of color because that's this is a super racist. We movie. got Postmaster P. He's all about positivity. He's like the guy that wants to get out of the hood. He's like a good guy. This is our main know? protagonist. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We got Stray Bullet. That was you know, his name. <laughs> yeah, you're a really stereotypical like wannabe gangbanger. Like he's going to end up in the game. You know, it's. Um, they're, they're a motley crew, but you know where stray bullets going. And then the most stereotypical character in these, in these movies, which is Butch, the guy that's all about chemicals, the mildly overweight virgin who's all about smarts, specifically chemicals, specifically chemicals. Like they make it a real point of like, he's always m- mixing in, you know, solutions and you know, creating a- He's basically the, the ghetto MacGyver. Right. Yeah. It's it's weird. <laughs> it doesn't it's, – it's like I don't know what to say about it because it's just like, okay. You can't blame everything on having been pigeon-toed, David. Oh my. So, I mean, really, the, the, the main character says it best. We really fucking suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that really – Speaks not only the the rapping in the movie, but also the movie in total. Yeah. We really fucking suck. I don't even think that was a line. I think that was like he yelled that before cut. He said that before cut. And cut. Just God, you really suck. Okay, here's the most entertaining part for me about this movie is like some of the betrayal of the budget. Like there's several shots where it's like, why are they shooting it that way? And the reason is like, oh, they didn't have any more shooting time in that day so they couldn't get a different angle so when we're introduced to the three main characters do you notice this it's like a full scene of just close-ups yeah like there's no medium shots yeah or wide shots it's it's like jarring that it's all just (laughs) close-ups and then another one where they were it's a scene where later in the movie where they go visit the uh, stereotypical Asian shop owner, uh-huh. Chow. Yeah. And they have money now, and so he's all excited. Um, and he starts doing a dance. He's like, maybe I could dance for your music video. And they do this long, like overly long take where Chow is dancing, but it's looking at him from behind all right. and seeing their reaction. There's never a shot Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Showing him it's, head it's on. It's one big long shot. Yeah. Yeah. There's never like a reverse shot of showing him like dancing, like you're watching him dance. Right. With the, a, if the blocking was set up correctly, it could have been a really good shot. Right. But the blocking was all fucked up. I mean, this is so absurd that I'm talking about the blocking on Leprechaun in the hood. This is why you watch these movies, because it makes you appreciate – it really tells you about filmmaking, because you're like, why is this wrong? Like, this feels so wrong. What is going on? And then you, like, think about it. You're like, like, oh, yeah, why would they shoot it from that angle? Wait, there's a blockage. And there's a blockage. Oh, a big sausage. It is. It's like a big sausage of – Hey, right, hey. It's like a big blocking sausage of shit. <laughs> so that's probably one of the my favorite things about it. Um, it's just like kind of the ineptitude of the direction. <laughs> yeah. And and then there's like the obvious thing that's just super corny, which is the leprechaun only speaks in rhymes. He only speaks in limericks and rhymes. It's one of the reasons why I hate the white race. <laughs> They That's are, one of the things they do. It's it's unfucking bearable, and uh, but you know actually some of his <laughs> some of his witty banter is actually redeemable in mm-hmm. in how in how they get Warwick Davis to pros, prostrate himself <laughs> in front of a camera for money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> your dignity oh my god it's such a it's uh this episode is gonna get canceled uh, <laughs> oh so man. oh yeah i wanted to say when you listen to the positivity rap like the first rap did you think to yourself like this would be a great theme song for my podcast the positivity cast no, <laughs> I recently uh, released an episode of the Positive Cast, a new one, where I was asking for calls to Horror Movie Talk's old voicemail number. <laughs> so maybe I'll get some accidental calls into that soon, and we can re- restart the Positive Cast. We, I really think you should use that as a theme song. Yeah, I yeah. Now I'm looking for the way I'm the direction I'm looking for. Is instead of looking for things to be positive around the room, um, in now I'm just looking for people to call in with stories that they're you know that they're having trouble in their lives and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. or you know maybe maybe good things happen to them, maybe bad things, but and then maybe I could discuss you know how that story makes me feel right. and like maybe try and put a positive spin on it that kind of thing. But um, in any event, yeah, the rapping in this is. There are a bunch of raps that were conceived by people who are not talented rappers necessarily. Ice-T did not sit down and critique these raps, I don't think. There's some of them that you can tell, like, okay, someone actually wrote this and knew kind of what they were doing. Didn't put a lot of effort into it, but they at least had a knowledge of hip-hop. And then there was the raps that were obviously written by the white writer. Yeah, just the worst. They call me Master P because I'm about positivity. I'm going to positively send you positivity. <laughs> That's not far off. Yeah. That's not far off at all. Um, other great moments. <laughs> <laughs> other great moments that I loved was, so there's a 
point at which the leprechaun rips off Ice T's finger for his for his ring, <laughs> and it's the best setup because so the kind of the main plot is that these three you know aspiring rappers stole all the leprechaun's gold from Ice T right. to get revenge. Back in the seventies, Ice T thwarted the leprechaun and kept him as a mantelpiece kind right. of as a as, as something to look at in his pimp office right. and he, now he owns a record label it's 20 years later or so and he owns a record label and it's all about fucking smacking bitches and uh and making hoes walk the knife and you know x y and z etc right so he's so not only are they being pursued by an evil leprechaun they're also being pursued by ice tea um and at some point, Ice T catches up to the three of them, takes out his gun, and is about to shoot him, and then realizes that his finger was ripped off. He's like, "Oh fuck, my finger!" Oh my! I was wondering what happened there, and now it makes sense. Which is great. That's just a great. That's a great bit. Like that. Uh, I'll give Leprechaun but in the it's Hood played its due. Dead. Se- like, I know. That's like, what not makes even it great. Tongue in cheek. That's why it's great. Oh shit, my finger. <laughs> Oh, my trigger finger's gone. I forgot about that. <laughs> this that's very almost ex- recent fresh wound. That's almost exactly how Ice-T would say it, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Other, so they're kind of running away from both the Leprechaun and Ice-T. Um, they find different places to hide out, which are... Some of them are fun. Some of them are like, wow, this would not fly today. So, I mean, the obvious one is they go stay at um, this trans guy's apartment. And he is, like, beefy. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is actually one of the things that I found good about this movie. Um, I, of course, support BLM wholeheartedly. And one of the things, one of the mainstays of of BLM is um, black trans lives matter. And, uh, and so I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this was intentional or like prophetic, Mm. but, uh, I did like this character a lot. This may be my favorite character in the whole movie. Right. Uh, I like the way he, he or she, I guess she, um, uh, portrayed her sexuality Mm -hmm. a lot. Right. She owned her sexuality. I mean, it's. It was ahead of its time. I mean, as accurate as the character of the Leprechaun is for portraying white people, mm-hmm. um, this trans character is as accurate portraying just what trans people are about. Which uh, apparently is fucking. <laughs> I don't think that's a fair... I mean, that... I don't know. Maybe that didn't age so well, you know, because that's... I think there's... I, I don't... It's, it's possibly problematic... I, I just appreciate that they were represented. They're very rarely represented in film. Um, I think it may be generous to call this a film, though. And then they go to a church. That's kind of a a side. There's probably one too many, like, different hiding places. And they never really seem that in danger. Uh And then randomly the leprechaun will show up in a super corny way. And then they'll just run away. Well, it's because he keeps blowing on that damn pipe. It's like a goddamn right. dog whistle for leprechauns. <laughs> well, yeah. he's He's got the magic pipe, and they very, 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 very slowly realize that it, it can be controlled <laughs> to, comp- to control people. 
Hey, wait a minute. Hey, everybody kind of gets goes into a trance whenever I hey, blow Hey, for this the past pipe. hour, whenever I blow this pipe, everyone just looks at me and like a zombie. Huh. Well, anyway. That's strange. What are you guys looking at? I was just playing this pipe. Um, that doesn't make any sound either. It's just a silent dog whistle. And then the last kind of non sequitur bit is the leprechaun randomly has a bunch of zombie hoes. I didn't like how I, we're skipping over the part where Lep really brutally murdered this trans woman in a fit of sexual passion. Yeah, that happened. Uh, it just made me uncomfortable. I was I was legitimately upset. Do you want to talk about it? No, I mean, I did. I don't know. His legs were up around his head. He was like folded in half and really seeming to enjoy himself. But really, he was, or she wasn't enjoying herself at all. Right. My, I did not mean to. Uh, it's okay. It's just okay. I'm back. I'm in the right <laughs> headspace. Okay. Well, you're talking about the leprechaun, and you just got it mixed up. Yes. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Um. It's I don't know. I mean, do we know if the leprechaun's male? Could be non-binary, you know. That's ooh, that's a good point. This is problematic overall. No, he seemed heteronormative because he was really getting into the zombie hose. Yeah, he. Oh yeah, dude. Those zombie hose were crazy, right? They were so creepy because they were essentially just like actually they presented as just regular women completely. But they had, but they had green eyes. But then their eyes would glow a little bit to insinuate zombification. Um, but you know, as a man, uh, as a, as a man who appreciates hose, um, I can say that I was not made uncomfortable by the hose right. in this movie. Eventually, like the leprechaun kind of wins in the third act. It is um, a big toss up. It's a twist ending. And he kind of sets up shop in the hood. This is also another thing where I, I'm kind of amused by, uh-huh. cause you have this character that's basically like a f- like a pointless killer and then they they put him in a situation where he wins and then what do you do like does he go back to his leprechaun hole no you make like, a music video no he, he like <laughs> he sets up shop he gets a club brings in all his zombie hoes have some get some purple drink yeah you know yeah he's a lep in the hood so makes a music video and then they, you know, eventually they try to kill him, but the leprechaun wins. I mean, that that was the one thing that says about this movie was different from all the previous leprechaun movies is that all the previous leprechaun movies, the leprechaun dies in the end. Uh, or one, at least loses. Yeah. Interesting. And this one he wins and he has a great rap at the end of it. Yeah. D- uh, yeah. That is this is truly the gold at the end of the rainbow is uh, is this leprechaun rap. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that that whole thing that took took place at the end was it was impressive. Right. We haven't even touched on like the accent. Like Warwick Davis, he wasn't really doing an Irish accent. He was doing like an Irish lilt. He it was very much like a character voice. Okay. And it's it fits. It's a good choice, I think. It is a good choice, I guess. I don't know. I this All right, we can move on. I'm running out That's of steam. Lepre- Leprechaun in the hood. I think it's kind of the 
this is the best that a straight-to-video horror movie can be. Like, you got to set your expectations. If there's if there's a straight-to-video horror movie that you think is better, chances are it was meant to be a theatrical release, and then they just decided not to. Like, I, I there's probably more enjoyable movies, but this is kind of like the highest quality that I would expect from a straight-to-video horror movie. It feels problematic to me in a lot of different ways. I, uh, I, I, I'm so curious. Okay, if there is anyone out there, and I'm sure there are, because I asked a question on our Facebook group yesterday in a fit of anger <laughs> uh, that was something along the lines of, it was like, boy, how did I how did I phrase it exactly? Uh, I said, which leprechaun movie do you hate the most? <laughs> um, let me let me find it here. Okay, here it is. How much do you hate the leprechaun movies? Which is the worst, Leprechaun or Leprechaun Two or Leprechaun Three? Four, which is Leprechaun in Space. Five, In the Hood, this movie. Six, Back to the Hood. Seven, which is Origins, and eight, which is Returns, and a lot of people uh, said the that the one through three was actually pretty good. Um, some people. I watched the opening of Leprechaun, the first one, and the quality was much higher. Like they put more effort into it, definitely. Tino G says makes a very strong opinionated stand on our Facebook group and says, they are all good. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade. I think Tino G is probably a very intelligent, very well mannered person. I just, I just question their taste in the leprechaun series. I wonder if there's, bit. if there's like a subculture that we're going to discover that we've tipped off like the Halloween fans people that are halloween fans and uh-huh. are just super offended that we don't give it a perfect five or perfect 10 out of 10 yeah they say like, we hate it and i don't think we've ever given a halloween anything less oh well halloween three we we did not we were not yeah. kind to um oh yeah that was the one we got most vitriol from that person on instagram yeah what's, oh what's yeah i can't remember anyways yeah she was what nuts. if there's like a, this secret you know cabal of leprechaun fans Ooh. And That's... we're just pissing them off by giving it less than a ten. Oh, I'm I'm could scared. have unleashed. They could be running around our house, skittering around. <laughs> like, well, <laughs> yeah. Ian W in that post says Leprechaun one was good. Two and three was maybe okay. After that, I only watched Leprechaun in the Hood because I like iced tea. That's right. That's the only reason you should watch Leprechaun in the Hood. I think also the context of this movie. You have to remember that. Like, it was probably out of date and in poor taste, even in the time, because it's 2000, and this is like five years after Tales from the Hood, or like... Have you you seen that? Yeah. Is it good? I mean, I... It's been so long, I don't remember almost any of it. I don't remind... I don't remember it being like, being super into it at the time. Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Yeah. And, but... I do remember that it kind of had at least some social commentary. Like it, it did have some effort in in it to like be interesting. Yeah. And this one is just straight up like almost blackface. 
Yeah, this is pretty bad. Uh, John A. says, Origins, which I think is the 2014 one, is the worst. I wasn't counting the newer ones. The newest film was decent. He's no Warwick, but he made his own Hornswoggle. Uh, And, uh, yeah. What is Hornswoggle? I don't know. Kobe M. on there says, Anything with Warwick Davis is at least watchable. Trashy but fun. They get worse as you go along, of course. All are better than the dumpster fire that is Midsummer. <laughs> Hot takes. Hot fucking takes from Kobe M. All of all of the Leprechaun movies are better than Midsummer. Well, different strokes for different folks. You got that right. That's also something that the Leprechaun would say. Um, so final recommendations. I I'd say this is a good movie to watch on St. Patrick's Day with friends. There's like, a lot I of... honestly think if you got drunk and sat around to watch a shitty movie on St. Patrick's Day, like this is a great choice. There is uh, due to the overt racism in this movie, there's a, a lot of copious marijuana use, marijuana use in this movie. Um, and frankly, it can't make the movie any worse if you get really high right. and watch this movie um, because there's a few exchanges between Lep and Ice-T that are like pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you could be like, hey, you know, you could, you know, what you could do is you could find the timestamp where Lep and Ice-T toke up together and you could set that to go off at 4:20 and right at that moment when they take the hit at 4:20 in your house you take the hit with them you know that's something a stoner would do right yeah you got to you got to be careful though i mean it could freak you out if you get into the paranoid you might sound like i'm the leprechaun <laughs> Garth, i'm the leprechaun cool it okay cool it okay <laughs> cool it okay realize i haven't played that at all I'm the leprechaun. Garth, I'm the leprechaun. Cool it, okay. Of course, Garth is terrified of leprechauns. Um, So, man, astronomically better movie than this. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not a good movie, but if you want to watch a bad movie with friends on St. Patrick's Day, like, I I think it's worth your time. Especially since it's free. Something you can put on the background. On a peacock. Um, anyways, what do you think, David? Well, I bought and owned the movie for all of eternity, <laughs> so it's actually there's your opinion on that. <laughs> That's the best endorsement you can give it. Yeah. All right, let's get into our next bit: horror movie whores. Whores. Horror movie whores is where we check our voicemail. It's been a couple weeks. We recorded two weeks in a row last time we recorded, so we got a little bit of a blockage. Here we go. This is from Old Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, assholes. Uh, This is Old T-Butt Jones, or uh, whatever the fuck you called me, Uh, from Ohio. Just wanted to let you know that I ordered my Manscaped with code HMT, hmm. and it is on the way. I am going to show you at least one of my fat fucking tits. <sighs> Goodbye. I love you. Love you too, Tebow Pickens. 
from Ohio. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no. Um, we appreciate you guys supporting our sponsors because it's it's cool that we've reached a point where people will advertise on the show and we really like to keep that going. So we yeah. still – most of our support comes from patrons. Mm-hmm. and from, from viewers like you. Yeah, and from people using that Amazon link. Don't sleep on the Amazon link. People use it and it and it puts real money in our pocket. So, you know. Uh, <clears throat> and to give you a, a sense of like we're putting it all back into the podcast. It's not oh like we're God. putting in anything into our pockets. We're still like in the hole in terms of oh, per- yeah. <laughs> personal investment. Uh, we just bought a bunch of video equipment. So, yes, this be, is big news. Be prepared in the future. There will be you'll be able to see our I mean, we've really been hiding one of our greatest assets. I mean, yes, our voice and personality is one thing, but really what's going to unlock the next level for horror movie talk is our sex appeal. And our... Just our... Our just... Uh, you know... I have a little bit of a problem showing my white skin on camera. <laughs> I can't okay. be honest. I have a lot of shame issues. Uh, here's another one from Bugsy. Hey, it's your boy Bugsy. Anal man. From Tampa, Tampa Bay, prostate, prostate, prosthetic, prostate, prostate bay. Anywho, just got done listening to the Butt Boy review, and I can't tell if you guys are being serious or joking. Like, I don't even want to Google and try to watch it. Like, it seems like one of the things where you did uh, bats instead of rats. Like, there's no way Butt Boy is actually a movie about a guy shoving shit up his ass, and if he eats hot sauce, he's going to explode. I mean, that sounds like something you might find on hardwood.com or... Porn hub under the gay section, but um, it's an awesome review to wake up to because uh, last night I had a girl come over. I met on Tinder, came over at three o'clock in the morning, and um, I was you know I started banging her, and I flipped a finger in her ass, and she liked it, and then one thing led to another, and I was butt fucking her. So I'm a butt boy. Um, it's amazing when you can actually go back and forth between the two holes. You know, a lot of girls don't like anal, and it's like the girls that do, they really don't mind it. So I'm like, my question is. Are these girls lying? Does it really hurt as bad as they say it does? Or Only they just one don't way like to find out. In the it's not fair. I want to live in a world where I can put in any hole I want, any orifices I want. Let's but, call um, rape. Anyways, enough about my sexual escapades, if that's the word for it. This is a horror movie uh, podcast. I get that. But um, anywho, much love, B&D. Um, of course, y'all like the movie that was about shoving shit up your ass. Uh, you know, I guess you gave it an eight. You know, that's one point per inch. So, um, good. Well, anyways, it's your boy Bugsy, a.k.a. Florida Man. Much love, HMT, and all my butt men out there. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, how did he get on to, like, the the one point per inch? Like, I, we usually keep that pretty close to the vest. The yeah. Combine eight inches. I'm ashamed. <laughs> so, this is our brand now. Yeah, yeah. After, I was just a, thinking this. I was like, after opening up the voicemails, this is basically ninety percent of our voicemails. I love our audience. Women, I love that they're this depraved. Yes. I don't know how many people Bugsy speaks for, but I, if if the number, if stats are to, well, to be believed, he I, represents hundreds, maybe thousands of people. I mean, there's Bugsy, there's Rojo, there's there's Glittercore. Everyone calling in and telling us about their sexual ex- exploits. It's like, not even horror movie related anymore, right. really. It's just like, I was butt-fucking this girl, <laughs> and it's like, okay. That should be like, yeah, that should be just our voicemail from now on. It's like, okay, so anyway, so I was butt-fucking this girl, like, 
And here we go with horror movie talk, whores. It's just wet squish sounds the whole way through. So, yeah. Here's another one from Elizabeth. I'm sure she's going to be talking about butt fucking. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It's Elizabeth. Um, normally I call you guys because you guys are awesome. But um, it's 8.30 on a Wednesday. And you guys still haven't uploaded your podcast episodes. Like, what the F? You know? 8.30 on the East Coast, and now I have to sit here and listen to Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande and waste time at work because there's no podcast, and I'm very disappointed. So, um, yeah, what the F? So, get on that. Okay, yeah, bye. I apologize about that. Every once in a while, there's some kind of glitch when it's like publishing the podcast yeah. episode, and we we don't find out about it until we wake up, which is you know well into the morning for East Coast listeners. Um, but yeah, we get it up and then it takes like several hours to, to like propagate you know, across yeah. and usually your fallback for that would be the YouTube channel. Right. If you're not familiar, like I, like he said, we're going to ha- start being on video. Uh, we're going to start being video yeah. boys. There's a lot of redundancy across our upload. So if but he- that day there was no video published either. So it was a kind of a, well, it was published. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was, oh, wait. it was a little later, but oh, oh, that's right. You had it scheduled for. It makes sense to release a a video, a YouTube video, a little bit later in the day, but yeah. So it, we apologize. Yeah, it just happens. It's happened like what six times? Yeah, couple, in the last two years, a couple times. It is real. There's no one that hates it more than us. Oh, trust. Me. Yeah, that's every Wednesday. I wake up with a minor sense of dread. Hey guys, it's Angelica. You don't have to share this. It's just for you guys. Um, oh, I'm sharing just some it. helpful feedback or just kind of, you know, where I'm at. Um, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> Bryce, you're always on your board at the beginning of podcasts. What the heck? Pick yourself up a little. And David, come on. We know you got a little little stony baloney. But, uh, yeah, you guys are awesome. You guys still make me laugh. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go now because... That was a little harsh. Bye. Bye. That wasn't harsh. I think that was very justified criticism. People don't care that I'm stony, and people care that Bryce is low energy. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, it's just it needed to be said. I'm glad Angelica had the balls to say it. And, um, you know, I mean, it's uh, look, I'm always down to hear criticism. Yeah. No, I, it was good to to hear. Like, yes, I've been low energy in the intro section sometimes. 
You gotta, you gotta get that. Especially when, when, when it's David's episode, and I just like let him go on autopilot for the intro because I'm like, all right, let's just get through all this stuff until we can talk about the movie. I feel like I'm too, like I'm too overbearing with my excitement sometimes. Like I just, I just. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed sometimes. Of like, wow, he's really excited to talk about just some bullshit. I feel like a tornado siren sometimes. But this is like kind of. This is a skill that I need to build up because you look at like YouTube celebrities, it's 110% energy, oh, no matter yeah. what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. Like, okay, everybody, whoa, hit the, hit that bell, subscribe, and okay, we're going to get into this Minecraft, like, <laughs> you give me a headache. Like, it, it you know what people are going to see when we go on video? But you guys should head over to our YouTube page and subscribe for when this actually right. drops because uh, we know a lot of you aren't subscribed to our YouTube channel. But it's soon it's going to be a thing where you get to see our faces uh-huh. and exactly how ugly yeah. and upset we look right. all the time. Yeah. And um, and just the raw sexuality. Uh, um, yeah, it's going to be – see, I'm not going to say it's not a insignificant part of my brain that thinks about video and I'm like – I am not someone you want to see on video. God, that is so think, raw and harsh. I think <laughs> I'm like, oh wow, that's gonna be like opening up to whole new realms of like internet comments that I just have to steal myself against. But also like, like I'm in my late 30s and I still have like real bad acne, which is disturbing to me like it's so it's weird because it wasn't here a couple of years ago no i'm i got a, i have an appointment with a dermatologist it, it, it's annoying i don't know what's going on i think it's my mom has rosacea so Listen, it's, it's a bit of we may like, just have to turn off the comments i'm serious you cannot handle it i don't think you can handle it you can't read that shit you cannot and you, i mean you're not even close to joe rogan levels of fame it's not there's nothing that anyone can say that I don't say to myself. But they will. It's just confirmation. Well, but they will, and it'll echo real loud. Yeah. Well, anyways, the, my wife made a good point of like, um, like you know, are you guys going to do makeup for the video podcast? I kind of was. And I was like, mm, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Like, I definitely thought about it because I'm like... This red splotchiness does not look great on uh, on video. We're gonna even have just that 4K, baby. Even in that. <laughs> no, it's only gonna be 1080. Yeah, we made sure of that. Um, so, so we'll see. Oh, also, Aaron said like maybe we could ask her sister to come over and teach us about makeup. Maybe that could be our first bit. Okay. Just teach us how to put on makeup for yeah and i mean it's like a special effects in horror movies is makeup right you know so it's an important part so anyways yeah here's a call next call is from elizabeth hey uh it's elizabeth calling again just gotta love my voice i'm sure you're tired of hearing it by now no um just so we're clear if we're if we're calling in and voting for people uh as a as a female myself 100 percent back glitter core her song was 10,000 times cooler. 
Okay, so right now what she's talking about is there was a feud between Rojo from the Bronx. There's an epic rap battle happening. In Max her. Allen and Glittercore. And on our Facebook group, we said, who do you side with? I'm glad that Rojo is not on Facebook because I'm not going to lie. I liked his rap the most, <laughs> but other people did not seem to. They supported – maybe it's because he's kind of the heel in this scenario. <laughs> he's kind of cool, cooler than everybody else. That's not what a heel means. Uh, no, but I'm just trying to think of – I'm just throwing out possibility. Maybe it's right. he's a heel. Right, right, maybe right. he's cool. Maybe people perceive him as being like, oh, this guy gets pussy all the time. He doesn't need me. <laughs> like, you know. But, you know, Glittercore and Max pulled away handily. I think – I don't know who won exactly. Yeah, I mean I think – I think Glittercore might have one in the wings, too. Like, she's kind of waiting for a response from Rojo. Mm-hmm, so I don't mm-hmm. know if that's coming or not. But. So she's so Elizabeth is discussing that the fact that she thinks Glittercore had the most impressive uh, rap. And by by the way, if, if you want to come up with – if you want to start beef on our show, do it. So here here's here's Elizabeth, here's Elizabeth the continuation uh-huh. of her call. And it was only, like, two lines. And, yeah, it might be a kind of spinoff on the already existing Freddy Krueger – um, one, but I don't even care. Uh, it was way cooler. Sorry, the other two guys, but glitter core, 10 out of 10. Super cool. Can't wait for her to, to make a, a song. So yeah, fuck the other two guys. Sorry. Bye. Lady, they would probably enjoy that, actually. Ladies um, supporting ladies. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, dude. That's what horror movie talks about. You gotta, you gotta separate people by their sex and then judge them according yeah. to which one is more. That's yeah, really important. <laughs> And fuck white people. All um, right, all right. Um, no, I'm just saying I hate them. So here's here's our next call. I don't know who this is. Come sit your ass on my face, girl. Come sit your ass on my face, girl. I want you to shake it, shake it, shake it, but don't break my nose, bitch. Shake it, shake it, but don't. Break my nose, bitch. Come sit your ass on my face, girl. Come sit that big old booty on me, please. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know. It's just our our voicemail line is just a dumpster yeah. that people throw shit into. <laughs> Thanks, Rojo. <laughs> Last one. This one's from Max. Let's see if there's a, you know, discussion of our beef, of his beef. Hey, guys, this is Max. I was talking to David about my music, and he said that I should call in and leave a voicemail about it. So I normally wouldn't want to go promoting my own stuff on the Horror Movie Talk show, but um, I figured since he said I should, I would just call and say that my band, Sinking Season, has just dropped a new album. The album's called What Falling Feels Like. There's 13 songs on it, and I'm super excited about it. would be pumped if any of you went and listened to it, because it took a long time to, to do, and, um, and I'm, I'm really excited about the songs on there. Other than that, um, I'm loving the show, David and Bryce. It's, it's doing awesome, and every episode is hilarious, so keep it up. Thanks. Bye. 
So thanks, Max. Yeah, go check out his band. Uh, Max, if you don't know, did the intro for Horror Movie Talk, and so you listen to, to that every time you listen to it. Yeah, and podcast. he's created a, a, a couple intros for us, and, yeah. and he's been very generous with his time. And, you know, uh, Bugsy has as well. He's the mm-hmm. uh, Bugsy Siegel has created the outro uh, song mm-hmm. for us, so you guys should check them out. So we'll send you an invoice, them. Max, for the for the ad exposure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, thanks. We appreciate you, buddy. And to everyone listening, we appreciate you. Yes. So, honestly, join the Facebook group, Horror Movie Talk Facebook group. You're going to like it there. Other fans that listen to the show and just horror movie fans. And it's fun when people join it that don't know that it's associated with a podcast. And we're talking about something on the show, like sitting on a girl's face or whether farting come onto your bed sheets is considered a um what, what was it called a, a, a squirting a squirting yeah a squirting uh, <laughs> I posted that question of like because glitter okay so the context is glitter core called up and said like does this count as squirting is if you if the cum dribbles down and you fart it onto the bed sheet right and then so i think the consensus was no but if not what should we call that mm-hmm and I posted that to the Facebook group. And there were several people. I rate. I'm people. not going to no. say which gender or, or anything. That's good. That kind of were like, what the fuck is this about? What does it have to do with horror movies? I'm like, what doesn't it have to do with horror movies? Yeah. This is a, this is about a podcast. This is not right. about horror movies. This is very important stuff. So check out the horror movie talk group on Facebook and our website, horrormovietalk.com. You'll find links to everything else. Um, just a quick reminder, every second Saturday, we do watch a horror movie with our community. So that happens to be today. So if you're listening to this episode, you just missed it. <laughs> and this is another reason to join that Facebook group is uh, the events are created on there and you can RSVP to them on there. So I think tonight we're going to be watching The Hole in the Ground. Uh, so on, on Amazon. So we're having a watch party and you're, you can chat it up with other horror movie talk fans and us. So, so special thanks to all our patrons that support us and our sponsors. Again, check out nightchannels.com and, and buy some stuff off manscaped.com to shave your junk. Um, if you want to leave us a voicemail and talk about butt sex or... (laughs) <laughs> listener beefs call 682-253-4468 you know or you could uh, talk about horror movies yeah. i don't know it, it could you it's could a t- novelty you could talk about an episode or something that we say or you could talk make a song about sitting on a girl's face anything's possible right yeah. <laughs> love you guys see you later Bye-bye. bye bye Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat, look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day, they'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way, vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco, put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso, look at them hot kids swearing not a pedo, got me too with Cosby eating jello, pudding pop done gave Bryce flatulence, drain addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit, one through ten is it horrible?
Chestbursters alien Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver I know it's true cause it came from social media Patrick Bateman can't understand you Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate Spook allergy doctor of philosophy Bad gastritis need colostomy Turn patreons into human centipedes David Doobie Day scare no no expert A global fucks hard professional sexpert After pods taglines and porno flicks American Psycho, them guys pretty sick Chopper Chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo Got me too with Cosby eating jello Putting pop done, gave Bryce flatulence Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner, I'm suffocating in the woods always get more than you bargain for got a pickle to dickle machines tickle bitties vancouver portland oregon and organs corona covid curse lorona green river killer because reasons hallway of poop monster kids screaming it's your ordinary dingleberry itinerary 30 days shutter and jump scares they fucking scary time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes use their white socks to catch their loads to show them one titty pretty paganism you should worship they teflon dicks pacific northwest let them see one breath shifty ass they spooky poor man's digress Bugsy, HMT, horror movie talk. Hold on, they don't like Halloween. Fuck them. I'm the leprechaun. Garth, I'm the leprechaun. Cool it, okay.